because it's Melanie with two L's, and I tell you this every week. Hi, welcome to episode 20 of This Blonde Can Talk About Anything. I told you last week that I had a guest for you, but I scrapped it because I was so angry at the world of sports and sports entertainment. Before I continue, I just want to say um, thank you to the Toronto Maple Leafs for sending me um, a stick signed by every single member of the team. They must have felt really bad for letting me down, actually. It was Jason Spezza who felt really bad about about letting me down and had his entire team sign the stick and send it to me. So um, thank you, Jason Spezza. So back to my guest. I have a really awesome guest for you this week. She is so friggin' cool. She's gorgeous. She's smart. She's talented. She's a mom. And she somehow still maintains her coolness, which most moms don't do so i don't know she's just pretty rad this one and i'm really really excited about um about having her on the show we're going to be talking about some interesting people and some cool experiences that she's had and how she keeps in shape because once you find out who she is you're going to be like body envy you guys so um without further ado i am bringing you my guest Please welcome to the show, 11-time Dancing with the Stars pro dancer, Edita Slavinska. Well, first of all, Edita, thank you so much for uh, joining me on the show, because I had um, Tom Bergeron with me last week, which was fun, and um, we got I, I kind of talked over him a little bit too much, so this is a, a great chance to redeem myself. Um <laughs> And, and you're awesome. And, you know, I've been watching you since I was like a kid, basically. So yeah. you're still a kid. <laughs> I'm not still a kid. I'm an old lady. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to ask you some questions about like dancing and stuff. I don't want to get, I don't want to get too personal because it's, it's not right. Um, so first of all, I want to say you're a mom now. You don't look like a mom. <laughs> Yes, I am. That's why for me, you look like a little kid. You're still a little young girl. That's awesome. That's a compliment, by the way. Well, you still look like a a young girl at yourself. So there's that. I still remember when I met you in Niagara Falls, when I went to see um, PETA in Dance Temptation. Yeah. And you were so tiny. And I was like, oh, my God. And PETA was like, she just had a baby. And I was like, oh, Oh. I Yeah, I, I remember, I think Michael was there with us. I wasn't dancing. And, um, you know, that's funny because looking back, I do, I so appreciate the fact that I shrinked really quickly after after pregnancy. I guess it's all the muscle memory that we get from dancing. But at that time, I thought I'm in a terrible shape, the worst. It's just, it's just our perspective changes all the time. Because comparing to my... Uh, the best top-notch competitive shape that wasn't great <laughs> but but still looking at it now I'm like oh my goodness that was so lucky I was so incredibly lucky oh my god I think we're all like that I mean I personally I don't like this shape that I'm in but I'm you know I've lost some weight and I'm working on losing more but I was never a dancer so I never had to be like as tiny as you are and let me just tell you my mom 
has been envying your body <laughs> since like season one. And when I told her that I was talking to you today, she said her legs just go on forever because we remember your extensions, just how good of a dancer you were. And you did, so you did 10, the 10 first, first 10 seasons of Dancing with Stars, right? I did. Mm-hmm. And then you came back for season 22. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that I probably will forget. <laughs> well, I remember, I, I remember, I think some of your partners were more memorable than others just because of the, ex- the experiences. Of that there were so many, like I, mm-hmm. I can't, it's so many people went through that show that sometimes uh, I talk to someone and they tell me, oh, this and this was on the show. And I'm like, I don't remember. And I was on that season <laughs> and it's just, and then obviously it all comes back, but it's mm-hmm. not so obvious. It's really, it's been now, it's going to be 30th season. Wow. I think so. I think they are approaching like a very big round number, 30 seasons and at least 10 couples each, like at least 14. So like, if you count, that's like countless of celebrities that went through that show. Would you ever do it again? Oh gosh, you know, what? people keep asking me, I always say never say never, but I mean, it would be so difficult. First of all, with the kids, it's super time consuming being on a show. It's not only the actual show, the training, but everything around it, the little interviews, the little um, group rehearsals and costume fittings and producers meetings. It's this show consumes your whole life. So, but let's assume time-wise, you know, um, would be fine. But I mean... I don't really dance professionally anymore. Like I dance for fun and, you know, and I work out and I'm in shape, but I, I actually haven't performed probably in three or four years, uh, you know, and I'm 40. So it's like, it's not the age when you really, you know, professional dancers, this, we have an expiration date. Unfortunately, ex- I mean, not we, but our career has an expiration date. We are like athletes. So it will be very tough. And on top of everything, I don't live in LA anymore. I moved to Bay Area where uh, we are closer to my family. So that would be another complication with kids and moving and logistics of it. You know, I'm just not quite sure um, uh, if it would work out. But never say never. Hey, if they're going to do like, I don't know, Dancing with the Stars OG reunion. And maybe it's going to be like a shorter compressed time. Hey, why not? Is there like any one celebrity that you would like seriously consider coming back for? The celebrity that I dance with? Just somebody that you haven't danced with that you would like to dance with. Mm. Well, um, you know, uh, I don't know. Like Jim Marini was really amazing. Uh, and you know who was really awesome? Oh, gosh. Um what was, he, what was his name? DeMarco, the guy that danced with Pita. He oh, was um, Niall DeMarco. He was deaf. Niall yes. I thought what he did was quite incredible. And I mean, if I could dance with Marla Motlin, I would too. <laughs> I think she's an incredible woman. Uh, but Niall DeMarco, I think it, it was just shocking to me because he he had he had sense of music and he didn't hear that music. I couldn't possibly understand it but apparently he heard like vibrations uh and he actually could recognize the rhythm I don't know really how it works but for me what he did was absolutely amazing I agree I think I think 
you know, everyone, every single person that whatever we're, we're engaging in, like whether it's we're learning how to become a dancer and we, whatever it is, we always go into it with like some level of, we don't know what we're doing. And on top of that, he had the disadvantage of not like being able to hear the music. So I actually tip my hat to Peter for that because I don't know how she did it, but she did it and it was, they were amazing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so maybe these guys. Uh, and other than that, you know, I'm pretty sure I could find a few other names <laughs> if I went down the list, but these two definitely come to mind. I'm a big fan of the NFL, so you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> oh, okay. You danced with Jason Taylor and Lawrence Taylor. I had all the Taylors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're not related. Some people think they are. They're not. Um, and they both played the same position in the NFL. And they are but, both from Florida. They both, I, I don't know. I don't think Lawrence Taylor played for Miami Dolphins, but they both live in Florida. I tried to put both of them there. But you know who else lives in Florida now? Tom Brady. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. He's in Tampa, right? Right. He just won the Super Bowl with Tampa. And you look so much like his wife. Would you come back to Dancing with the Stars for Tom Brady? <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. In a, in a heartbeat. Amazing. He's an, <laughs> an amazing athlete. And you know, that that's the thing with uh, working with football players that so many people are surprised how well they do on the show, but there's a reason behind it. They are smart and they're incredibly athletic. They, um, they are not only, you know, a bulk of muscles, but they have strategy. They have to play with strategy. They have to, to get to the level where they are they definitely are doing something right. And they definitely um, know how to maximize the, um, the effect of what their body is doing. So I think it's just very translatable to any discipline. Uh, so yes, Tom Brady, I mean, a legend. Well, you said, you know, you said your career has an expiration date. I don't, I don't think Tom Brady understands that. And he, he, right? he definitely defines boundaries. How old is he now? 43. He'll be 44 in August. Yeah, that's incredible. And, and I mean, the, the football, the career of a football player is brutal. It's so, uh, it's so tough on your body. So yes, crazy. I, I think because he plays quarterback, he doesn't take as many hits. So yes. that helps. But I wanted to ask, Jason almost won the show. Yes. And Lawrence. If not, I mean, you can't beat Christy Yamaguchi. You just can't. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I actually liked, I'm a big fan of Mark Ballas. I love Mark Ballas. He's been so nice to me. I, I mean, I've met him. He's just a really nice person. I, I adore him. But I think that when you were on the show initially, you had less to work with because when Mark came in, him and Derek, they sort of switched it up and the production values went up and they started doing all these crazy things. Whereas you relied more on your skill and what, what the, the person that you're dancing with was capable of. I mean, that's really all you had to rely on. So I think it was actually more difficult for you to train those guys. Uh, in many ways, yes. Uh, because, well, particularly with football players. Uh, I mean, when we're talking about someone like Christian Maguchi that Mark danced with, it's so easy to do whatever shebang you want because she's not only an athlete, not only an Olympic champion, but she's pr practically a dancer on ice. Uh, when 
I actually was quite terrified when I was starting to dance with Jason Taylor because he told me he's never danced before. He doesn't like to dance. And then he's very tall. Mm-hmm. Even for, for football play, he's super tall. And for dancing, I mean, there are no professional dancers that are as tall as him. I mean, Max is like in a very, he's one of the tallest guys out there. And he's probably like six feet, I would say. Yeah. Jason Taylor was six five, I think, which is yeah, which is incredible. He was so tall for a guy like that to actually move and to be coordinated. It's very difficult. Um, so yes, I had to. I definitely had had a handful to work with, <laughs> but I also thought he was very talented. He actually had rhythm, and he actually. Mm-hmm knew how to move his body was more about him opening up he was quite shy um, shy and 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 not very confident in his dance moves and that was a lot of work too when you know when you talk to when you talk about people like Christina Maguchi I mean she performs she basically is a performance part of her work so yeah, my mom used to um, figure skate competitively. And every time somebody came on the show that was a figure skater, she would say, this is not fair to the others because they don't. But but you know what? I mean, I, I always tell people I am not complaining because I don't think this show is meant to be fair. You know, it's not a it's not Olympic Games. It's a TV show. It's meant to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. If you had all the people coming in with dance experience and with um skills and you would want to compare them then it would be a professional dance competition it, w- it wouldn't be that fun I think all the fun is in seeing people like uh you know Jeff Ross uh dance and all these football players like Emmett Smith who knew that Emmett has this in him this whole dancing and people like um you know rest in peace Cloris Leachman you know or I dance with George Hamilton people like that that you would never you know, they are older, they have challenges, or as a matter of fact, now DeMarco, a person that can't hear. So that's incredible. Yeah, that is, it really is. What was the challenge? Like, so you had Jason and you had um, Lawrence, and they were both football players. What like unique challenges did they present since they both play such similar positions? Were their abilities, do you think, similar? You know, they were very different. They were actually quite different. Maybe it's because Lawrence Taylor was already retired for a while, where uh, Jason, I think he he actually went back after that, or maybe he didn't, but he was right off the field. Like, I think mm-hmm. he was, like, very much uh, in shape still. So it was very different, and they had very different uh, personalities as well. So I think um, the, the biggest challenge with Lawrence Taylor was that you know, he was a legend back in the day. Uh, now he came back to a limelight uh, with Dancing with the Stars. He wasn't in amazing shape and he also had his habits. Like, he's not an easy guy to work with. Like, he has a bit of a reputation, right? I never had problems with him, but he had his schedule. Like, he goes, for me to keep my peace of mind, I need to play golf in the morning, uh, you know, for a few hours. So we either practice uh, before his golf, which is like 6 a.m., or after, which very often we try that, but then he was too tired to do anything. So so that was a challenge. I had to wake up at 6 in the morning uh, to train with Lawrence so he can go play uh, golf. 
but I get it. It was for him, it was so therapeutic, you know, for someone who had long history of drug and alcohol abuse, that is what keeps them sane. And I totally respected that. Uh, with Jason, it was great because it clicked right away. I mean, I was scared that he was so tall and then we got on the dance floor and it was actually quite easy, except as I said, I think it was more of a confidence issue with him. So we had to do all these things. Uh, you know, he just had to stop being in his head and stop being so worried about what his buddies are going to say about him dancing. Uh, and that's all. That was pretty much the biggest challenge. It's really interesting because I mean, Jason yeah. Taylor, most people would consider him to be like very attractive. So um, and at the, I, I remember, I loved the Miami freestyle. And then when you, at the time, it was so much more PG than it is now. So he was like, took, you ripped his shirt off and then he put it back on. And I still remember that. But what I also remember was the training package. And I have to ask, how many times did he drop you? Oh my God. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. You know, that, that one drop, the one time that he dropped me, they put it in a package because that's what they do. I mean, they literally, the producers are there to film, they film you. They film every second of your training and they pick the 30, the most interesting 30 seconds of it. And obviously they had to put the drop. So no, actually he did not drop me. And, I, and that was uh, not, not many, not many times. And I never really injured myself. Uh, but it was an awesome experience for me too, because, you know, in ballroom dancing, when you compete, you're not supposed to do lifts. So lifts wasn't something that I was very familiar with myself. I kind of was learning as I was teaching him. Uh, and that's why probably I fell, not because, you know, he didn't know what, what he was doing, but partially because I didn't quite know at that time what I was doing either. Um, so since then, I've learned all all bunch and and it wouldn't it would not happen um but, but it was definitely a lot more uh it looked a lot more dangerous than it really was it was totally fine <laughs> well that's good because some of the drops are pretty scary like i remember someone dropped kim johnson on their her i think it was yeah Warren Sapp. yes you can you can get injured for sure and i think she was even in like a neck brace you do you can uh and people do but um you you know that it happens like in any sport I think and you also danced with you know people who are not in sports so since we're talking about Lawrence there's Joey Lawrence was he uh, more easy do you think to train than Jason because what I was thinking about it I don't I don't dance so I don't know Jason probably has great footwork because of the nature of his job but Joey would have the the expressions from his so what's what's more easy to teach I mean, you know, Joey was uh, Joey was awesome to to dance with and to teach. Actually, <laughs> I think, you know, when I literally could not wish for a better partner, except that I didn't think that we are physically a very good match because Joey is not very tall. So when Jason Taylor, he was so much more taller than me. With Joey, I kind of felt slightly awkward I was even wearing like very low heels lower than I normally would uh, because he was pretty much my height without heels and and that dynamic I wasn't I wasn't used to it so that was the only challenge for me except uh other other than that he was he had a great sense of rhythm he was a showman he you know he was an actor he, he worked in the show business um 
you know, we, we trained hard. I think it was a very strong season. It was like, I think us and Mario Lopez and, and Emmett Smith. And I mean, Mario Lopez is an amazing dancer. Like he's a, he's used this Latin blood in him. So I think if it was any other season, I think we would have a good chance to, to take a trophy home. But that particular season, it was so tough because, you know, Emmett, amazing. And with all his popularity, we just, uh, we couldn't beat that, I think. No matter what we would do. That's sort of like when Anna danced with Jerry Rice, they could have won, but because of who they were competing against, it just didn't work. True, true. But I, but I think that Jerry, out of all the football players, he, I don't think he was the best. Oh, I agree. But they could have, they could have won because of the fan base. Yes, yes, for sure. Like if if, I'm just, I'm going to move away from this subject, but if Tom Brady goes on that show, there's a huge chance he wins on votes alone. I I think uh, there's no question he will win. There's like, even if he doesn't dance at all, takes two steps to the side on one. If he shows a minimum amount of effort, I think he will win. Well, I don't think he knows how to do minimum amount of effort because he's crazy with his fitness and his, the way he eats and everything. And it's, it's great because I get to keep watching him and I love, I love to watch him. I feel like he's someone that like you, like inspires people to try to push themselves beyond what they, what they think that they can do. And I think you did that plenty for 10 seasons. And then the season that you came back, we were so sad when you left because there was nobody like there has never been anybody quite like you on the show. Like you're so you're so exotically beautiful and you're you're from Poland and you came over here and or over to America and with Alec and then you guys got married and he won the show. And like it's just a really beautiful family and beautiful dancing that you guys did. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? I I think the show has changed and I think you know, we are all very individual. I don't think anyone had to take my place, but I think the way show progressed, uh, the show progressed, the cast became different and just as good. I think people like Pita and Whitney and Lindsay, and um, I, I think they are amazing. They just, they are different. And, but that's what I think kept the show afloat because if it was, it, you know, if the show stayed the same, people eventually would get tired of it. They eventually will get tired of it or already starting to get tired of it. But I think the change is necessary. And um, and thank you so much for your compliments. I really appreciate it. Um, but, but as I'm saying, like, I couldn't stay there forever. <laughs> well, no, especially not now you have, you have Leah and Michael and I see them dancing on your Instagram all the time. Do you think that's where they're going? I don't think so, honestly. I don't think so. I, I think uh, they, Michael loves to perform, for sure. But uh, we have to drag him to dance classes. You <laughs> see? Uh, at this point, it might change. Uh, we want him to dance a little bit just to get sense of rhythm and get familiar with dancing with a partner. I think these are like good, useful social skills. Uh, but at this point, he's all about soccer. He wants to be, you know, Messi and Ronaldo. Like, that's his life. Um, and Leia is too little. She tried a few classes. I think she's not ready yet. She goes to, like, a little hip-hop class. Very cute. So it's hard to say. But honestly, I am not going to push them to it because I think it's a very hard career. But if they want to, why not? 
so far i don't think they will <laughs> well she she's quite a performer like some of her facial expressions i just when i see that i just laugh because she's so like cute she's always got her tongue sticking out or something and it's she's just a really pretty little girl too like she's and you dress her up so cute both of them are cute your son looks so much like alec yeah so much this I stuff, so. I, we, I don't see it at all. I don't see any similarity of Leia to me or Michael, but I think that's what parents, you know, that, that's the common thing with parents. My mom only recently started to tell me that I look like her dad, so that's nice. <laughs> Not um, good. It's all in our genes. We got to look like someone, right? <laughs> we just look like ourselves eventually at the end of the day. I think it's really beautiful that you don't want to push your children into anything because there are so many people who do regardless of industry I like I had that experience myself when I was younger I, I used to sing and then my dad was like no that's stupid and my grandfather had passed so I he was the one that was encouraging that and I stopped singing because my dad said it was stupid and then oh. I I became a little bit older and I said to my mom I want to be an actor and then she looked at me and she goes well now you're being stupid but then she she kind of realized that I wasn't going to stop so she she picked up and moved and came with me. So I got lucky. So your kids are lucky that you are going to let them be whatever they want. Yeah, I'll definitely support them whatever they are doing, unless it's something damaging. Obviously, there are things that I, uh, that I wouldn't want them to do. But, uh, but dancing, as I said, it's, it's a tricky one. It, it, being an athlete is a, is a tough, uh, it's a very tough profession. Um, how do you, what do you do to stay in shape now? Not, you're not dancing anymore. <laughs> Well, today I'm completely wiped out after the long weekend of, you know, having fun and eating everything, whatever I wanted. I went to a hot Pilates class and it killed me. I barely finished the class. Uh, so like ever now that stuff is opening, I, I try to do something different every once in a while. I did Orange Theory classes before COVID. But uh, I think for that past year, because everything else was closed, everyone and me included, we were kind of um, pushed to do stuff on our own. So I would run outside sometimes, we bike with my husband, we do um, what you call it, just dance, the little um, video game, which we love, <laughs> it's awesome workout and fun. Um, I remember when we had all these fires in California, we couldn't go outside to to do anything we were stuck home so we were like okay how do we work out you know so we would uh we came up with that game and i just in general i started playing tennis you know i i like to be active i like to i feel better when i work out like on those days when i don't do anything i feel super sluggish and, and kind of um and lazy uh so so it's it's not so much i mean i love being in shape too just from because I, I, my whole life, I had to be in shape. I was a dancer. So I like to be in shape, of course. But um, that's kind of a secondary effect. The first thing is that if I don't work out for a long time, I feel just that my energy level is too low. And I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not as happy. I mean, you know, when you work out, you literally um, release endorphins, they make you happy, you feel better. This is true. I sometimes I don't work out for a couple of days because I work out and then everything hurts really bad because I push sure, myself. Yeah. I mean, and, I don't work out every day. Don't get me wrong, obviously, but uh, but I try to do something physical. Yeah. 
for sure. I try so to do physical every day. You're not crazy like Tom Brady. You don't have to work out every day and stop eating everything you like. I uh, no, I'm not. But you know, I also don't play in NFL. <laughs> well, that's true. But he, I think he, his children and his wife have also adapted to the way he eats and the way he like works out and everything. So I'm guessing it's probably the same. Like Alec is probably very similar to you in the same way that he yeah, trains. We work out together and, and he's, we both try to stay healthy. And I, I feel like it's more of a lifestyle than, than anything else. I, I never got people who would go like on a two week diet or like an intense boot camp and then just go back to whatever they were doing I think like if you really want to be healthy and fit it has to be a part of your routine so let's say I understand that a lot of people can't do it because of their schedule and kids and and blah blah but I feel like if you want it to be a sustainable thing in your life it has to be part of your life whether it's like okay an hour in the morning every other day or an hour in the evening but it has to be uh on consistent basis. Right. And it also, it, it, it involves like changing the way you eat. Like I had to do that because I was eating things that I, they didn't make me feel good. So I switched, I started eating more healthy and oh it helps. God. Oh my God. That's super important. And like, people don't realize it. And that change, I think it's totally possible and totally, uh, and actually not that difficult. It takes probably maybe two, three weeks to a month to like change your taste habits. And you actually start liking the food uh, that that's healthier. Like you actually can train yourself to like better, I mean, better quality food. So yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you did it. Yeah, me too. Like I stopped trying, I like the one thing that I had trouble getting rid of was chocolate, but I started eating plant-based chocolate and just like a piece, not the whole thing. And it, I like it. It's fine. It's like it, it gets rid of the craving and then I'm, I can just eat fruit, whatever. Yeah. I mean, my philosophy is I never deny myself anything. So I don't give up chocolate. I eat pizza. I had a burger yesterday, but, but I will do it. But that's not my normal. Like I don't eat burgers every day and I don't eat pizza every day. I would eat it once in a while and I wouldn't have half of pizza. I would have, you know, two slices like that. So basically I don't deny myself anything because I feel that that would make me crave it more. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but at the same time, I just try to make it once in a while thing. Yeah, uh, for sure. If you eat it once in a while, you, you, it, it, I think it's more satisfying too when you don't yeah. eat it for a long time. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm envious of your body. I mean, it's, you've been dancing since I think 12, I think I, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, probably like 10, I think something like that how old when you started to compete you know what my first competition was a year after I started dancing so I I, I'm trying to think sorry no that's okay Uh, my first competition was probably when I was 11 I would say um but like seriously seriously started competing and moving and going to competition across the country was when I was 15 that's with Alec no, I met Alec when I was 20. So, okay, so close. <laughs> close. A, a, a little bit before. Because I remember seeing Anna telling the story about how she saw you and she was like, well, who is this? Like she was like, you know, uh, rank, ranking her competition. And you guys are both so different. I think she's <coughs> Russian and you're Polish. I'm also, my grandpa's mom was Polish, but I don't speak Polish or anything like that. But 
I, I, we you share. have a bit of a Polish blood in you. Awesome. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> well, I definitely do. Listen, I am so sorry, but I have Don't. to rush pick up my uh, son and you Don't. absolutely pleasure to talk to you so talk actually and not just hi bye and right yeah and don't but- apologize because really I only asked you for like 20 minutes of your time and you've given me 25 so thank you so much for being here I can't wait to share this with everyone because Tom was here this week so now they're gonna be like oh well, what's this about so maybe they're gonna think you're coming back and they'll listen and then they'll be like oh no I hate to let them down <laughs> well yeah, I mean, listen, I is the show coming back? I haven't actually, I think it is coming back, right? Whether, I don't know if I can, I can't watch it without Tom. I literally would just go back and watch Cheryl and AJ because I loved I AJ. He will be back. I honestly think so. I mean, I he probably so. can't talk about it, but I think he will. Who, so. Tom? I think so. I don't think so. Well, he said he was, I talked to him last week and he said he's doing something that he's never, he's never, it's not the same show that he's ever done before. So I asked him, are you doing the masked dancer? And he was like, no. So I'm wondering, but I don't know. It's good to, I'm not going to keep you any longer. It was good to see you. Um, great stay, to see you. Take keep in touch and yeah. hug your, hug yeah. your kids yeah. for me. I love them. Hug them for me. I will. I will. You'll take Bye. care. And, um, Thanks. All right. Take care. Okay. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I had so much fun asking questions about Jason Taylor, obviously. <laughs> and also Lawrence Taylor and Joey Lawrence and all that other stuff that I talked about. It was a really great time. I had so much fun chatting with Edita. She is such an incredibly genuine, beautiful human being, someone who I just admire so much and have admired for as long as I've known that she existed. So I hope you enjoyed the interview. If you're not familiar with Edita, Hopefully, this will encourage you to become familiar with Edita. Um, you can check her out on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and just about anywhere else on social media at E-D-Y-T-A. Just at Edita, I think. Let me double check that. I'm pretty sure it's just at Edita, but I could be wrong because sometimes I think I'm right about everything but then I'm not. Oh, see, I was wrong. It's at Edita Slavinska. So E-D-Y-T-A-S-L-I-W-I-N-S-K-A. So make sure you check her out. Um, and also make sure that you get on Twitter and tweet me of Blonde Who Talks. I'll spell it as usual. A-B-L-O-N-D-E-W-H-O-T-A-L-K-S. And let me know if there are any guests that you'd like to have on the show. I know you guys want Hunter Hayes, but again, this is not a, a me issue anymore. You need to take this business to Hunter and tell him that you want him to come on the show. And maybe he'll listen to you. No promises. Um, let me know who you guys want me to talk about, what you guys want me to talk about. I'm all ears, just like Louise Belcher on Bob's Burgers, you guys. I'm all ears. I got four of them. No, I'm kidding. I don't. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear more of my nonsense, make sure you tune in again next week. Can you believe this has been 20 weeks of my nonsense and you guys have been tuning in? That is so cool. I might bring my mom back next week. I don't know, but I won't be bringing Dennis back next week. Sorry. Um, also, Bobby, I'm so <laughs> sorry 
for telling those embarrassing stories about you. But the question is, am I really sorry? Probably not. <laughs> it's been a wild adventure um, for me and Bobby. So thank you for that sounded bad. Okay. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in to um, episode 20. I hope you'll be back next week for episode 21. And what you should do right now, like as soon as you finish listening to this is head on over to YouTube and type in Jason Taylor, Edita Slavinska Freestyle. Their freestyle to Will Smith's Miami is still my favorite freestyle of all freestyles on Dancing with the Stars. I absolutely love it. And um, yeah, you need to go watch it. It's a lot of fun. When you see the things this woman can do with her body, you are probably going to join like some kind of pole dancing class or something just to try to figure out how you can stretch that way. To be fair, she trained professionally in ballroom from the age of 10, as we discussed in our interview. So yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. P.S. The Spawn Can Talk can also be found on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Louis loved your last hit.